What's going on? Welcome to Life's a Trip podcast. I'm Dave. And I am Chase. And uh, on this podcast, we explore all kinds of stuff, all the, the weird and winding individual paths that we all walk in life. Uh, our conversations range from mindfulness and relationships. All the way to psychedelic spirituality, and a whole bunch of weird, crazy, fun stuff. Yeah, and uh, we just we look at basically what it means to be anything at all. Or not. Or not. <laughs> Thank you for joining us, and I hope that you enjoy. Love you guys. See you on the other side. Peace. Yo, we are here with the amazing Liz Kelly and Dan Miner. I'm fucking stoked. 11.15 at night. Just watched the Super Bowl. How you doing, Liz? I'm good. I'm good. I'm happy to be here. Good. Both. Absolutely. How you doing, Dan? Good. Doing well. Chilling. Hell yeah. So, we're going to get into some... Probably crazy topics tonight. I think we're gonna. I think we're gonna jump into some into some fun stuff, and I definitely think hundreds of people will be interested in what in the world we have to say. Mm-hmm. Especially Liz. Um, <laughs> I don't know Dan as much as I know Liz, but what I know about Liz is we will talk for hours about the most yeah, sure. amazing topics, um, including psychedelics and relationships and just a whole bunch of crazy fun stuff. So. I'm excited. Yeah, me too. Me too. Hell I'm yeah. a little nervous, like, what do I have to say? But, yeah. Yeah. We'll see how it flows. Well, you know, we have this list in front of us. Yeah. Explain this list to us, Liz. Um, well, okay. So, I have read a lot. I've met a lot of people. I've had a lot of experiences, as we all have, I'm sure. And this list that I have in front of me it keeps me grounded um, and helps me remember the things that I've learned because I feel like a lot of things, a lot of lessons come up over and over again and um, until you really, until you really understand them. And um, yeah, just, just reading this list <laughs> over and over it helps me get that so I don't have to go through it over and over again, you know? Yeah. By writing it down, you're yeah. able to remember what you learned. So for the next time, if it's sim- similar in any way, you're able to remember what you learned the first time. Right. Dave like actually I, like talked about that. Like I went through this that. before. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. So let's kind of jump into it then. Um, we'll all three kind of bounce back and forth of what we feel like this might mean to us. Uh, I'll read out what it says, and Liz, why don't you go first? Dan, bounce off from there. Mm -hmm. Uh, Life is a good teacher and a good friend. What does that mean to you, Liz? Uh, So, life, you know, life happens, and Mm -hmm. uh, you go through it, and it has the ability to help you get better and it has the ability to help you see things more beautifully and it's it it can be a friend if you let it be a friend you know like it's yes it's there for you if if you need it to be like things happen and it can mean something to you or it or it doesn't have to and 
don't know, I, I see life as a huge friend to me. Like, when I go through shit, um, I look at signs that happen around me, I look at people that are around me, and I, I really feel like life is like, here, here's a gift. This is gonna help you get through it. And yeah, that's that's what I think that means. Life gives you opportunity to heal and um, learn. Yeah. Yeah. Does that resonate with you at all, Dan? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I th- I think it it resonates with me really well. Um, cause a good teacher and a good friend. It's always gonna be a good teacher, and it's always gonna be a good friend. Yeah. But sometimes your best of friends will tell you things you don't want to hear. Yeah. But it's something that you need to hear, right? And. Yeah life itself will give you things that may be uncomfortable, may be extremely hard, but because it, life is giving you that thing, it's a good teacher. And it, in, in turn, it's a good friend. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, if, if life is rough and life is hard right now, then take a step back and learn what you learned from that experience, and you'll realize that it was never a negative thing. It was actually a good teacher and a good friend. Yeah. Yeah. So I love that first one, Liz. I love that. Killing it. <laughs> I guess. Why don't you read you explained us? explained it really well. <laughs> <laughs> read, read us that second one, Liz. What do you got? Okay. It's hard. I just want to say it's hard for me to. It's crazy to put thoughts into words, you know? Like, so I respect you so much for doing this podcast and. Thank you. Doing the damn thing, you know? I've talked <laughs> about doing a podcast for so long, but. Well, you're yeah. on one right yeah, now. Yeah, you do. I know. It's weird. Okay. Well, thank you. Thank you. Uh, what you are seeking is seeking you. I'm sure you've heard this so many times. Um, mm. But I remember really thinking about it and, like, what you were seeking is seeking you. So, like, all the answers you need are within yourself and, like, are in seeking yourself. So it's not so much, like, an external thing it's all within you um yeah like that really resonated with me you just have to really learn about yourself in order to learn about the universe in general you know Mm -hmm. like how we're made and yeah what does what does how does that resonate with you what you are seeking is seeking you I feel like when you put the ego aside Mm -hmm. and you really see what you can be, an inspiration that you can be, something, a positive impact on the world. And I think we let our ego control that sometimes, but I also think that ego can also help it in a way. Mm -hmm. Um, But by what you are seeking is seeking you is, is pretty much saying that as long as you continue to push forward in your in your life and you know you're going somewhere you're yeah. go, you're moving forward to this positive place in the world that you're doing the right thing and you're speaking your truths and you continue along that path that eventually that path that you are seeking is also seeking you and the alignment of that is is there and it it meets and once that happens you've become that inspirational person you've always wanted to become and you've actually made an impact on the world. That's beautifully put. You think so? Yeah. yeah I feel I like think you really that... think these out. Okay. <laughs> I just read I that five like minutes ago. I feel like it'll get loosey. Yeah. <laughs> okay. 
London. <laughs> Let's see. What else do we got here, Liz? This is all Liz's list, by the way. Mm. What did I call it? The list of Liz. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to go up there, okay. Aspiration over expectation. Mm. Um, this has been, like, a common theme in life. You know, like, when you have expectations, you're often disappointed, right? Mm-hmm. I, I've found that. Um, you go into a situation hoping it's something, and then it's not, and you're, like, disappointed. Um, but you you could go into it with, like, a hope or a desire. You could manifest that um, without any expectations. And life will exceed those expectations, you know? Like, anything that has been profound in my life has been not planned. And... um, That's huge. Yeah, and it's... I don't know, like... Yeah, when you have no expectations, life exceeds those, and I firmly believe that. And I, I try to live by that. So, like, going... So I'm going to envision in a couple weeks and I'm trying not to have mm-hmm. any expectations and because I know that life just has a plan beyond what I could ever imagine and it's really exciting you know yeah and we're gonna talk about envision which okay. is in where in Costa Rica it's in Costa Rica and you're going there in a couple weeks yeah and we're gonna jump into that um okay. here soon and I'm really excited to talk about that <laughs> some people have no idea what that is but I'm really excited to talk about it but as far as aspiration over expectation, I think not having expectation is massive. Mm-hmm. Like, I moved to Florida in March of 2019 for about a month and a half yeah. and went to a meditation retreat place. And like, I had to work on the land and, like, take care of the property and then go to, like, meditation and rode my bike, like, 10 miles to get there, 10 miles back. And, like, my car broke down on the way there. And, like, there was this whole, like, but I went the entire trip without a single expectation and knew that whatever I was learning along that way was supposed to be that way. So every time I rode my bike, I'm staring up at the trees. You know, I'm I'm loving the Florida weather. You know, I'm just enjoying whether it was raining I had a poncho on or not like I I I think that I've never heard it put that way aspiration over expectation but that's mm-hmm. kind of letting if if I'm taking it right letting life be the aspiration and letting yourself not have the expectation of what's going on but allowing it to whatever happens was supposed to happen so finding the gratitude after it is that right nice yeah I like how you interpreted it yeah so yeah. That's that's pretty powerful, dude. You think Dan pretty powerful shit? <laughs> I love, love this guy. Love him. I love this guy. This would be it, yeah. Uh, you want to read it? You want to read it out, Liz? Mm, yeah. Okay. So let things end as beautifully as they began. Um. Mm. Yeah, this really came to me after my last breakup. Um, ooh, let's get into it. Ooh. Because <laughs> Sa- same. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I've been through breakups before, and, um, you know, it, it, I haven't been in many relationships, but um, 
they've been painful, I think unnecessarily painful, and the last relationship I was in, I, we ended it in a very graceful manner, and, um, we let it end as beautifully as it began, you know, so we could still be friends at the end of it all, um, and that allowed us to honor the time that we had together, which was huge, you know, like, that's, I feel like that's such a hard part of breaking up with someone. That is so hard to do. Yeah, yeah. One, because it's called breaking up. Exactly, we're breaking. (laughs) Yeah, and the thing is, like, that's the common misconception of people, like, breaking up and, like, like being, yeah, like, once you're done, you're done, it's over. Mm -hmm. Like, with, you know, the last, last, you know, girl I was with, we kind of ended things, but I respect her more than anything. Like, yeah. I know she's going to be an incredible person. Mm-hmm. Like, just because we're, we might not spend, you know, our time together every day doesn't mean that I don't see who she is as a person. Right. I know she's an incredible person. I know she's going to do absolutely amazing things in life. And I respect her for that, you know. And we'll still, you know, meet up, go to lunch. We'll still hang out or we'll still connect over the phone maybe... Mm-hmm. You know, every once in a while, but I think it's very important for everyone to realize that no matter what friendship, family, relationship. Impermanence, bro. Yes. Everything is impermanent, yeah. And um, it's all going to end one day. We're all going to die. We're all going to die. That's the end of this. Um, So why are we going to sit here and talk shit about people? Why are we going to sit here and be negative about people, right? Yeah, yeah, it's just like... it's it's beautiful. Like we all have these interactions, and and we can learn so much from each other. And it, you know, it's all about what your your perception is, and like, what are you gonna take from this person? Like, are you gonna be mad at this person for being an asshole to you? Are you gonna be like, are you okay? Yeah, right. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> are you okay? Um, yeah. But I don't know. This this breakup specifically was super. It was enlightening and it was it was beautiful that we broke up in such a graceful manner because like we realized that we had so much love and that it was our time to let go you know like it was it was it was done and um it was so beautiful that we were both in the place to let it end you know in in that manner and sometimes it's not that way like sometimes well sometimes it's not two-sided exactly exactly but you have to be the bigger person and see it your way you know and whether they feel that way or not whether they might be mad at you or they might have their own you know mental game going on about it you can still end it beautifully within yourself within yourself yeah Yeah. like we we seek closure yeah we we try we try to get closure from both sides but sometimes we just need to seek it within ourselves and not within the other person and that's something that is huge yeah you're not going to find it if you try and see it through somebody else yeah it's it's you have to find it within yourself yeah absolutely oh yeah yeah we're already rocking right now this is great this is we're doing great Long back to, back to the list of Liz. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Go for it. Um, sure, this whole thing. Okay. Only to the extent that we expose ourselves over and over to annihilation can 
that which is indestructible be found within us. And and these are like quotes from different books sure. or songs or No, that's extremely powerful. I like yeah. that quote for sure. Yeah. And to like continue down, like I think the next one on this list is probably something that I could do an entire podcast about. Okay. What is it? Breathe. Breathe. Just Breathe. In... Oh my god. Dude, I like, didn't learn so powerful. Breathe. I guess we're like, skipping over that one. But yeah. That's, yeah. Breath. Okay. So yeah. Um, I had been doing yoga, like, consi- like on and off for years, right? And they always talked about breath, right? Like, that's a huge yeah. part of yoga, is breath. And, um, and I remember going through the flow and really breathing through each stretch and, like, really struggling. Like, I, I usually do, like, hot yoga and, um... And just, like, you know, you're, like, in freaking, like, chair pose, like, struggling. Like, your your knees are shaking. Mm-hmm. And you're just breathing, like, presently. And it, it really does make it easier, you know? Just, yeah. like, breathing, like, focusing on each breath and not, like, clenching up. And and that's the thing. Like, my friend called me today. She, her car got stolen. Okay. Uh, my friend called me today. Hysterical. Her car got stolen. And, um, she found out that her partner was cheating on her. And, um. So in that situation. She, I, I, all I could tell her was take a deep breath. Like she was like, you know, she, she couldn't, she couldn't breathe. And I was like, um, like in and out. And, and, and my mom, I remember calling my mom hysterical. And that's what she told me. She was like, Liz, take a deep breath, in and out, breathe. And it calms you down, you know? It really, it brings you back to, like, yourself. And um, bring, always, you know? Like, I'm at work, I'm super stressed out, and I just take a deep breath. Yeah. And then, in everyday life, like, I'm just sitting there, and I'm just like, did you know, scientifically proven, that six deep breaths in a row will actually start to align your brain to a calmer state? I believe so it. Six, I didn't know, it's but I six it. breaths. There's some sort of Aubrey Marcus talks about it all the time. I love my, Aubrey yeah, Marcus. my my main main man. The he man. Uh, he talks about it all the time, like the six breaths, six breaths, six breaths. So every time I catch myself taking a deep breath, I can I make it a loop. I'm like, okay. Here we go. Six it is. Yeah. I'm I'm doing six. Minimum. <laughs> minimum six. But we're always breathing, right? Yeah, but we're always breathing. <laughs> yeah. But I mean who's making us breathe? Right. Ooh. 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 <laughs> <laughs> who's giving us breath? It's yeah. one thing we've been doing since we've been alive, right? right. Is right. breathing and we don't you know <gasps> Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Um breath. We take a breath when we're born. Breath is our first ally. And breath is our last. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't... Someone said that during a retreat, and I was like, whoa. <laughs> yes. Thank you. you yeah. Know? It's our it's our first ally, and it's our last. It's it's really beautiful. Like, Isn't that amazing? Yeah. 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 <laughs> the couple things that happen. We, I mean, we don't make our heartbeat. <sighs> yeah. Right? We don't make ourselves but breathe. But we do, in a way. In, in a, a sense. way. In a sense, you know? It's powerful, though. Yeah. Yeah. 
Mm -hmm. So speaking about retreats, we'll kind of go off topic a little bit. Like what, Mm -hmm. what retreat have you been to and, and what kind of, what was it? What was so special about it for you? Uh, Okay. Um, I went, so I went woofing this past summer. Explain. Woofing is, I think it's worldwide organic opportunity farming. I think that's what it stands for. Fantastic. Yeah, so you can go on their website. <laughs> this is an ad. Wolf it no. up. Um, and I went to the San Juan Islands to this place called uh, Indralaya, and it was a theosophical retreat. So theosophy, theology, and philosophy combined, but so much deeper. You should look into it. Yeah, I'm going to. Yeah. You just caught my attention. For yeah, sure. I have a book. I'll, I'll give it to you. Um. Anyways. So there was, it was cool because you worked there, but when you um, had, when you weren't working, you could partake in the retreat that was happening, that they were holding. And the managers, I told them I was really interested. There were these teachers, the, the Levies, and um, they were holding a retreat called like Mindfulness, Meditation, and Nature. And they've been teaching for the past like 50 years they're amazing and um and so I a lot of the time I I got to partake in like the activities and I remember um one day specifically Mm -hmm. they had like a a silent day yeah yeah and um and we were all having lunch and it was silent and we were in like a like a cafeteria setting so we were all just it was probably like 60 people in the cafeteria and i was like looking around eating my lunch and just like kind of wondering what people were thinking and i was like almost uncomfortable in the beginning cuz like usually sure. we're talking like i'm sitting next to people it's like what are you thinking and then I, I i looked at these flowers in front of me like each table had like a, a vase of flowers and um and then I kept, like I was just looking around and I, I kept coming back to the flowers and uh I noticed something moving and it was like this little I, I noticed this little caterpillar that was the same color it was like the same yellow as the flower and I was like oh and so I, I picked it up and I brought it outside and I came back and I kind of like reflected on it and I was thinking like had it not been a day of silence I probably would have been distracted by conversation and I probably would have never um noticed this caterpillar right in front of me and I would have never taken outside and maybe it never would have continued to to be what it was meant to be right and like and then I thought about like all the opportunities, all the people, all the experiences that have the potential of being more. Um, But we're just so distracted by, like, external things that we don't give them our attention and we don't even notice them, you know? We hear ourselves more than we hear the outside world. Yeah. Sometimes we just need to breathe. Yeah, and exactly, (laughs) breath. And so it's like we really 
distraction. It just, it really brought up the, the whole idea of like how distracted we are by everything around us when there's such beauty right in front of us. And um, there's things that have the potential of growing into so much more, you know, like this caterpillar could become a butterfly, you know, like, and I don't know, it really, it made me appreciate like silence and it made me understand more about distraction and um so that was one that's <laughs> that was dope. one day in that's, the street yeah that's super dope yes yeah, it, it was it, i think about it often yeah i, yeah. I plan on doing a 10-day silent retreat oh really yeah yeah my, my they, teacher said a year it was like Damn. a year <laughs> a year and it was like a couple like which is wow. awesome. It's, Wait, where are you doing a ten day? They have them all over the place, but mm. uh, whenever I can get off of the daily grind. Okay. Yeah, know, it's hard. <laughs> but it yeah. is, but I mean, ten days is a long time, and apparently you go a little bit crazy after a few days. Um, mm-hmm. but then it just becomes something so beautiful. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah, I knew time. a guy in Florida that did it, and he told me all about it. And he said the first time he did it, he really wasn't that big of a fan. And by the 10th day, he was, it was, you know, it was profound and it was a cool experience, but he's done it five, six times since then and mm-hmm. just loves it and just... Silence is so... Another thing I like, you know, it's just, it's kind of like a relief. Like, I don't have to talk to you. That's cool. <laughs> like, For I just, real? Like, I don't have I to just, try like, and get not, over this social yeah, like, awkwardness of exactly, who like, am I? Who are you? Yeah, I'm sitting next to you right now, but like, I actually can't talk to you, which is kind of nice. But like, <laughs> and I love talking. Like, I, I know. We talk all the time. <laughs> <We talk. laughs> but um, no, it was, I think it was needed. It was special. That's awesome. Yeah. Stretch. Oh, yes. Stretch. Stretch, stretch. Let's see. I'm going to look through this, what is it called? List of Liz. (laughs) (laughs) And Mm -hmm. try and think of, oh, I want to jump into this. Picking blueberries. Mm. Mm. (laughs) I saw it on here and I was like, okay, this is some random grocery list or something. (laughs) Hell yeah. I like blueberries. But there is a profound meaning behind picking sure. blueberries so liz for reason. let's hear it um so i went to go stay I, I, with one of my friend's parents in washington and i had never met them before and i got there i unpacked and the first thing my friend's dad, I had never met him before. He was like, do you want to go pick some blueberries? And I was like, yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> and, um, and, and we went to his backyard and he had like several blueberry bushes and we just went and picked blueberries and it was such an intentional practice. He was like, I do this every single morning. I, I fill up buckets of blueberries and then we take them into our house and we make things with them. And it's it's just so calming to me. Like, he he just seemed... It, it's, it's just such, a, like, a present practice, you know? Like, you're just individual blueberries, like, picking them. And it's, you, you know, you go to the grocery store and you pick up a plastic box of blueberries. And you, <laughs> you fucking go home and that are way put them in expensive. your oatmeal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it was... It was just so profound to me. Like, it was just like, 
wow, you live this life, like, so intentionally. Like, you wake up and you take this time every morning to go pick the fruit that you have planted. And I think that's so beautiful, you know? Yes. Like, that's that's what I aspire over expectation. Yeah. I aspire that, you know? I, I want... Something so simple to be yeah, something so, so profound and meaningful to you. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And it was so simple. It, I want the simple to be so profound. That's well put. Well put. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I have a similar story. Um, I went to Haiti in 2014 after the hurricane hit. Mm-hmm. And we went out there on like a mission trip. Mm-hmm. And I had a nonprofit organization. And... Um, there was this one old lady. She was had to be 90-something years old. Really? Yeah. Okay. And we went to her house, which was just this, like, concrete-built square, right? And she just was the nicest lady. And she had all of these plants in the middle of this dirty, nasty, you know, just grimy land of all these other houses really too close to each other. And they weren't mm-hmm. even houses. You know, people are just sleeping on the floor and the ground. And, yeah. But she had plants all over the place. And she walked us around for 45 minutes to an hour, having us smell each one, telling us which which each one was and how long she's had this one and how many things she picks every day and what she does with each one and nice. how she shares with the community the things that she... She was so proud of the things that she do, does every day. Yeah. But she didn't have much, obviously, at all. Probably had no money. Probably her younger family took care of what she eats and drinks because she definitely doesn't work but what she does every day is so profound to her that she had a smile on her face for the entire hour she was walking us around her property it's beautiful yeah it's beautiful to see like the fruits of your labor no electricity yeah no and what you can make out of just like if you partner up with the earth then like you two are best friends and you can like make the most Mm. You can fucking feed people. You can make, like, you can just make a life for yourself. And to get into it, you can do just about anything. Yeah. I mean, to speak about hemp a little bit, I mean, what, you can power cars with it, right? You can build houses with it. You can build roads with it. You can. Yeah. Why don't we use that? I mean, right? Which is a whole ass other topic. Yeah. But why did the cotton industry take over? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> For sure. I, yeah, that's a whole other story. Rich mm. American old fucks. <laughs> Word. No, but yeah, um, I think the, the whole idea that kind of me visiting um my friend's parents was on the way to the retreat center actually. And um just kind of set up the stage for just slow living, you know, just like really helped me because we we live in, we live in the age of uh, instant gratification and, Mm -hmm. you know, we don't have to fucking wait for our food. We don't have to wait. We have like pre-made houses. Like we, you know, it's just, it's crazy. Everything's instant. Like we have to wait for a minute for our Super Bowl game to load. <laughs> we go to the fight. You know what I mean? Okay, we did that today. Like, <laughs> yeah. We tried to stream the game and yeah. it wasn't going fast enough for yeah. us. It didn't work. So we did what? We left. Gave up and found more instant gratification. Exactly. At a, at a bar up the street. Exactly. And that's that just shows the 
you know. Yeah, it shows the times and it shows our minds and I don't know. It was it was really refreshing to like have that that slow living mm-hmm. and present and just and just watching my friend's dad just be so happy, like so happy just with his morning routine of picking blueberries. Yeah, and I think we'll all get there, but I mean, I think we can all agree it is not easy. It's not. I, I mean, when I it's lived rewarding, in, but it's yeah, not easy. It's rewarding, Usually. but it's not easy, and it's, it's hard to stay with it, too. Like, when I yeah, lived in Florida, exactly. I kind of lived not... that life, and it was, you know, slow, and, mm-hmm. you know, I had things to look forward to every day, but I didn't feel like I was growing enough in other ways, you know, so I eventually, you know, moved on from it, but I think it's all, it's all a process. Yeah. I was super satisfied with that living until I came back into like my life of like school and work. And then I got super caught up again and here I am, but it's a process. Mm -hmm. I hope to get back to that, but I do appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to touch on one more thing on your list. Hmm. And then I want to get into a little bit more of who you are, okay. what you've been doing lately. Okay, cool. Um, Dan, feel free to jump in at any time. Danny boy. <laughs> Dan's here. <laughs> um, but one thing I see on this list uh, is actually a little heart next to it. Um, live simply with awareness. Awareness to me is a very big word. Being aware of things is one of my biggest things I try and push on to other people. And that goes along with mindfulness. You push it? I, I, I don't want to say I push it, but I, yeah, I kind of. Mm-hmm. Like when I see someone that is maybe struggling with, you know, being stressed out about something really little. Or like if they were aware of what they were stressed out about, Mm -hmm. then they're not going to be stressed out about it because they're aware of where it's coming from. Like the word awareness is such a broad, you know, word in general, but I I think it's important that everyone is aware of everything, including their mind. And, And it, to me, being aware of the thoughts that are coming in and out of your head really control the entire outcome of how your day goes. The reason I'm happy 99% of the time, the reason that I can help other people be happy or whatever is simply because if I have a bad thought or a negative thought, I'm aware of that thought. I can see that thought for what it is yeah. and I can turn it this way or another yeah. and, and kind of be able to help that out. So I think living simply with awareness, like you can't live simple unless you have the awareness, right. you know, so... Right. It's yes. And be fulfilled at the same time. And be fulfilled at the same time. Yeah. But it comes with where that that thought of of awareness of where where you're coming from. Yeah. Or where your mind is coming from. Yeah, I saw um I saw this like it was a picture, it was like a meme <laughs> or something. And it was, you know, this person swimming in their thoughts, like drowning, swimming in their thoughts Dude, yes. and then on the other side it was someone in a boat just watching their thoughts and I thought about that I was like wow yeah that's that's what it is like 
you could drown in your thoughts or you could be floating and just kind of like observe your thoughts and kind of um, dissect like where is this coming from like why why do I feel this way like I'm not this way but why do I feel this way you right, know well which one is me am yeah. I the thought that's this crazy or am I the thought that's good you know mm-hmm. quotations of course um in my favorite two books the untethered soul and mm-hmm. the surrender experiment which are both the surrender experiment yeah that which, cool. yeah so they're both written by Michael A. Singer or Mickey who's the one who owns the retreat that I lived next to okay um in Florida mm-hmm. and the entire thing is that in his analogy in one of the books is your inner roommate. He said, sit Hmm. down on the couch and turn on the TV. As soon as you do that, I want you to hear your inner roommate talk to you about, hmm, I got to do laundry. Maybe I should do laundry now. Maybe I'll put it on pause and and I'll go do laundry now. Mm, Actually, I'm kind of hungry. Maybe I'll I'll make something. No, just just stop. Just sit here, watch the rest of the show. Just finish (laughs) the show. You have these conversations in your head all day. Mm -hmm. But these conversations are not you they're your, in this case, inner roommate, right? Or they're yeah. maybe you want to call it your ego or whatever, but you are the the awareness behind the thought. You are mm-hmm. seeing the thought inside of your head. Yeah. And when you can take a step back and realize that all the thoughts going in your head, you can analyze, rearrange, and put forth towards truth or towards love or towards whatever, right. you can kind of control your destiny or to where you're going in life and but control but but surrender yes which is one huge thing which i'm i actually asked mickey singer about at a uh little seminar thing he had yeah i was like because he's friends with tony robbins and tony robbins is like the exact opposite of mickey and mickey is like surrender and life will give you what you want Mm -hmm. and tony robbins is like do a blueprint, take control, control. like you do this, you are you, blah, 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 but there's that median, right? Yeah. And I've talked about it on a previous podcast, like it's the Tao Te Ching, if you, if you want to talk about that, like it's the yin and the yang, it's right in the middle. Mm -hmm. And I think it's, it's, it's important to, to have that vision, but yeah, you know, so, but I think it's extremely important in, in the case of like the surrender experiment of like your inner roommate. Yeah. Listen. Listen, you, you'll hear it. We all talk about it. Mm-hmm. We all have this voice inside of our head. So being able to step back and listen to that voice. Yeah. And once you do that, you can listen live simply yeah. with awareness. You know, that reminds me, this is kind of totally off topic. Um, I'm super, I was raised Catholic, right? And so religion has been present in my life for a long time um that foundation and i i am so thankful i was brought up with a religion Mm -hmm. because like i went to catholic school for years and um although i have i don't agree with a lot of those a lot of what it a lot of what it told me um I gained so much from it, but there's a story of like, in in Judaism and I think and in Islam, um, there's a story of the angel Gabriel, 
and with each baby when every single child is born Gabriel the angel Gabriel tells them all the secrets everything they ever want to know right and everything we question in life the angel Gabriel tells us and then kisses the forehead of the the baby and then the baby starts to forget as they grow older yeah and and then like I think and that's the story and I think that with every person we meet and every experience we have we start to remember all of these truths that we know within ourselves you know and mm-hmm. um, like we have all of all of the answers within ourselves and we just we just have to remember we just have to come back to ourselves we have to come home and i think that's so beautiful that like we have it all here you know we we just got to breathe and we have to mm-hmm. we have to listen and and understand that it's all there but we really do have to listen to others and we have to I don't know. Allow the universe to take control a little bit. We have to trust. You gotta surrender. Surrender. And now, the, the word surrender, surrender can be taken so many different ways. Mm-hmm. You know, surrender doesn't mean to sit on the couch and let nothing happen. Right, right. You know, it means to have a vision, to have a goal, but to not be attached to those visions or goals. Yeah. But to allow those visions and goals to put your next foot forward. And to take where you're supposed to go, you know, to come. It's, it's yeah. going to come. And yeah. that that's, to me, that's what surrender means. Yeah. Is to allow whatever happens to happen. But to still push and strive and, right. and be something. Push and strive. Yeah. Find, find those. Yeah. Find those truths within yourself. Like, you can't just, yeah, you can't just fucking be passive. Sorry. No. Can I curse? Of course you can curse. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> no. Uh, you can't just be passive. You have to you have to engage in life in order to to make it meaningful. I I have had like a rough week personally, like with family issues, um, like health, like and um I just I I know that a lot of things are out of my control and but it hurts it hurts so much to see my my loved ones suffer of course but i know that the only way to get through it is to surrender mhm and to like let things be and that is the comfort that um that will get me through it you know absolutely and you know this isn't necessarily family oriented but for some people it may feel that way um a few days ago we lost a legend kobe bryant yeah and for many people that is very devastating and it's it's but i think we've done a good job Uh, it kind of sounds weird to say we've done a good job with the death of kobe bryant but as a social media driven society mm-hmm. a lot of people have put forth the effort to get on social media and say what they remembered about him or what they will do 
moving forward because of what they learned from him in mm-hmm. this impactful role that he played on people's lives i think is kind of similar to what you were saying like there is going to be issues there's going to be problems with family and friends and sickness and health but when you surrender to what it is to you you'll find the other side of it you'll find the yin to the yang yeah and yeah i think that that's important that you're like that way and i think it's another reason why we connect so hard bro we connect so hard hard, bro yeah yeah it's a process and it's so easy to preach it like i've been reading about surrender for years and i feel like i feel like when i really get into a subject like life gives me like Okay, you, you think you know? Like, you go. let me give you this experience. Here's and another book. Let's see if you know. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like, can you embody what you're thinking? And yeah, I think, I don't know, just identifying, being aware and um, of what is going on and then identifying it and kind of recognizing, like, how this is going to how it's going to be okay and how it's going to benefit you and then ultimately benefit everyone around you you know that's super important yeah. like that's the whole idea of like bodhicitta bodhicitta i don't mm-hmm. know if i said that right but you know awakening yourself for the benefit of all around you like because if you are if you're not judging people and if you're if you're really like loving yourself and people come to you with problems and you're being kind and you're being gentle and you're being lighthearted then you're helping the people around you you know yeah. like but you have to be that way with yourself and at and, the at the end of the day like religion itself what well, i don't get people that are like super non-religious mm-hmm. like non-religious it it's it doesn't make sense to me to if everyone will just say Christianity, right? Yeah. That sure, there's some things maybe wrong with Christianity in some people's eyes. This, that, and whatever. We'll take all that out of it. But if every single person followed every principle of Christianity, we would all be good people that are great to their neighbors, that you know treat others as they want to treat themselves. We're all loving. We're all kind. We all, you know, what I'm saying we don't murder. We don't. There's no adultery. Like all those things that are part of Christianity and many other religions are just about a good human being. So religion itself, to me, no matter what... That's why I'm so fascinated with it. Yeah, no matter what religion it is. It's all the same principles. It's just like a different facet. Yeah. Which always, as a kid, growing up, like I went to church, like at a Christian church, like we didn't go every Sunday or anything, but growing up, I always thought to myself, I don't want to be like say a christian or a this or a that i want to be the one that's right yeah i want to be the religion that's right i want to yeah. believe in the god that's right i want to believe in whatever is right and if there is a god and i believe that whatever that god is because we all truthfully don't know we're all down here just trying to figure out life right but if i believe that what is right mm-hmm. is what i believe in then that god will then take care of me, Yeah. right? And yeah. I was young, maybe 10, 11, 12, having those thoughts, but like... I think Look e- at you now. I think even now, it's like, yes. Yeah. All religion is the same at the end of the day. Yeah. 
and yeah all the problems in the world are it's a seed for good it's a seed for good for sure and people take it out of context um i think that you know the the prophets jesus muhammad um buddha you know none of them were here to shed judgment say never. like you're doing this wrong no you know you never hear they were, that they were they were here to just share the knowledge like they weren't they weren't here to judge you and condemn you and say you're sinning and like you're not doing it right but like so many people take it upon themselves to be that person like you're not you're not doing it right when really like we're all just trying our best we're out here we out here trying (laughs) and um i don't know i just i i i respect religion for what it gives people it gives people faith it gives people structure it gives people a life path and i i get that you know as long as it doesn't confine you to judging others for what they believe in. Yeah, and, and, and hating and yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, one of my favorite favorite stories in the Bible is about building the house on a solid structure, right? Building a the foundation on a rock, not on sand. And uh, you know, and yeah. that's and that is extremely powerful. That's not just some story about a guy who built a house and it didn't fall down because he built it on a rock instead of sand. No, that's about you starting from the bottom and taking the principles of what they're teaching. Mm -hmm. And as long as you really indulge in those principles, you're going to build that foundation as a human being to then treat others properly. And if we can all build that structure together, build that foundation together, hey, world peace is possible. Yeah. Peace, (laughs) peace, peace. I remember I went to like this um like debate. It was like a democratic debate or something at school. No way. And, yeah, That's and fun. it was and one of the people that were talking were just like, you know, the way we find equality is in commonality and common ground and community. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and like, you know, like when you um uh, short story, I was at a world village festival in Finland and I sat down with two people I had never met before. It was a, it was, it was a person, I forget where they're from. They were an asylum seeker from like, I think Iraq. And, um, he, he was like a refugee and, um, a single mom from Russia. We all sat down and we answered the same questions and we talked to each other. And we all just became so connected with the answers that we had, you know, like what we wanted from life. Like it all connected. It was amazing. It was all so similar, you know, like we all want the same things. Like, you know, like we, we were coming from a place of love and like we all came from such different backgrounds, but like, we all want the same thing, you know? Like, we're from different places. That's what, like, war is so crazy to me. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Like, hate. I ah, just... Why are we fighting when we all mind. want love? <laughs> uh, yeah, and I think a lot of it is directed from, like, a, just a couple people when mm-hmm. there's so many people. And um, I think that if we have more dialogue and context, that's 
which we do nowadays. Like with I the was internet. about to say, it's yeah. a big change. With Our everything. age, millennials yeah. and yeah. Gen Xers, like yeah. we are changing yeah. the whole vibe of of how we look at each other. Mm-hmm. I mean. Our parents' generation, like, love you, we're mom, love you, dad, but like, you guys grew up in a different time and where one, you felt separate. Yeah, we're one, we're one people, one we're cohesive unit. We're fucking brothers and sisters. Damn right. And them and their. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we're uh, we're all connected, and it's it's really beautiful if you allow it, if you surrender, and I don't know. Like, it makes me excited for the future. Like we're so a lot of a lot of shits going down, but also a lot of good shits going down as well. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. A lot of good stuff's going down, but good. you can't have can't have a lot of good without a lot of bad. And you you got to sink to yeah to rise. Ooh, powerful. No, really. Yeah. I'm gonna put that on a t-shirt. You have to sink to rise. To rise. <laughs> 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 we got about. Seven and a half minutes uh, until the sixty-minute mark, which is the max. Uh, so oh. I do want to co- talk about a couple things. Okay. Um, just specifically, what is important to you? Me. Yes. To hmm. Liz specifically. I think human connection is super important to me because. I've seen what it can do as far as, like, repairing relationships, you Mm -hmm. know, like, um, I guess I could put this really, like, quickly, Yeah. (laughs) but, um, at one point in my life, I, I had the opportunity to travel with a hundred people from 20 different countries for, like, a year, and we lived together we volunteered together, we worked together, we ate together, and, um, I just, I realized we were all from such different places and perspectives, but we were all the same, you know, like, and that was, that was groundbreaking for me, it was, it's beautiful, it's beautiful to realize like you're not (laughs) you're not in this alone like yeah we all have our answers within ourselves but we're all in this together and I think that so many external things like have made us feel so separate from one another but just, like, making a friend, you know? Just, like, going... I've had so many relationships just randomly happen. that have... Like me and you. Yeah. Like me and you. <laughs> Random. <laughs> Random as fuck. Yeah. For all the listeners, we also met at Resonance. Yeah. Just, like, a few of the other people I've had on the podcast. Yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, um... Yeah, it's just... It's so special. Like, it's so special to have... People in your lives, like human connection, is so important. And just talk to that stranger. Like, if someone feels left out, like talk to them. Or like, I don't know, just that person on the street. Like, you're not as separate as you feel. Like, you don't know them yet. You know, yeah. like it's like don't talk to strangers. Talk to them if you're over eighteen. Yeah. <laughs> or like I don't know, like don't talk I mean, to strangers. 
Not over for, 18, but... For a quick example, <laughs> we met Mr. Willie Jones today. Willie Jones. He was the homeless man outside of the bar that we went to go watch the Super Bowl game with. You know, we ended up, we gave him a little bit of money, but we also gave him a hug. We gave him someone to talk to. Yeah. We just gave him that human connection that yeah. I think is very important. And another thing I want to say for anyone out there that doesn't feel like they have human connection, mm-hmm. or like there's not someone around them, mm-hmm. like if you're listening to this, you have a way to get on the internet. And there are apps that are literally like, I think one's called Talk Life. And there's a bunch of different apps that people go and just talk to each other from everywhere. You know, guys talk to other guys, girls talk to other girls. You can talk to someone that is, you know, a psychologist or in that in that field. Or in, what is it called? I think one is called a talk life. Talk life. Um, okay. And then there's there's also a whole bunch of different ones that you can literally just go on and and have a conversation with people that are also struggling or someone that is willing to help you with your struggles. And yeah. It might sound stupid to you about what you're struggling with, but someone Somebody, out there. Yeah. Like, search for it. This is the 21st. It's 2020. Yeah. Like, we live in the 20s. Yeah. Today is the what, Dan? What is it called? What is it? Something palindrome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Palin, palindrome day. It's, well, technically, it's past midnight now. Oh, is it? <laughs> but, yeah, it was O. You're not in it. 02022020 was the date today. 02022020. Um, which is freaking awesome. Yeah. Um, but, but I think it just human connection, like you said, to kind of spark off of that again it's just so important and it is yeah. there it's available. it's available like y'all can find me on social media like you can like reach out to me reach out to liz whatever like one thing i appreciate about you liz is i will call you and we'll talk yeah. on the phone for an hour and yeah you know it might not mean anything to you that day but it meant everything to me yeah, you know and maybe the same way backwards yeah. yeah so backwards because it's right <laughs> <laughs> But it's real. Seriously, you could save someone one day, yeah. you know? Like, yeah. we could get into mental health, but, like, mental wealth. Mental Microdosing. wealth. Microdosing. Yes. <laughs> and honestly, no. like, this is next already podcast. going on an hour, but I'm so ready to do this next podcast with you. We may even do part two in the morning. Okay. <laughs> I'm down. Because <laughs> this, this honestly went amazing. And uh, yeah. Dan, Liz. I love Dan. Uh, <laughs> I love you guys. I love you, dude. Yeah, thank you. I was nervous, like, cause, like, what do I have to say that people don't know? You know, and like, we all have something to teach each other. Yeah. And and even earlier, you said that you know, you may feel like you know what you know about a topic may not be everything about it, and like you may be worried about talking about that topic because yeah, you don't know you don't everything. know fully. Yeah. But you may know one thing more than the person listening. Yeah. Or you may say you're so one... brave for doing this. I I, I thank you. <laughs> I appreciate you. You um, are great. If I can impact one person, yeah. Then which I I hope I already have, but maybe yeah. we Absolutely, inspire. Yeah. Maybe we inspire another one and another one and another yeah. one, and we inspire other people to do podcasts and talk to people and just be there for each other and be there and, for each other. Yeah, that yeah. human connection is real. Uh, love is real. Be there for each other. Love others. Love is the mature response to everything. Love is the healing force of everything. Like, seriously. Like, I think, I don't know. 
the whole the whole cliche of love heals all like it's real like cliches are real <laughs> it's real it's real yeah. yeah yeah we're gonna wrap up with that guys love heals all oh. yeah love you guys love you bye <laughs> bye